0: Save your seat now at growandemaillist.com. That's growandemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. While measurement and the impact that it makes in terms of your actions might be a little bit tedious, if you think about it, if you can even increase the conversion rate of one of your pages by 1%, that could have a massive impact on your bottom line and your goals. If you want to get better results in your business, then I believe there's one thing you need to be doing. Now, let me back up a little bit because I haven't always been doing this. In fact, this is something that is still relatively new to my business. We're going to be talking about data and measurement. And before you think that this is going to be a boring topic, if you want to maximize your results, save yourself time, eliminate confusion, and get more clarity, then this episode is for you. Now here's a little backstory about how I got started with measurement. So one of my best friends in the world, Amy Porterfield, you know her, you love her. Her and I talk every single day. Like we literally don't go a day without talking. And one thing that I love about her and admire about her is that on any given day, I could literally ask her, what are your goals for today? And she wouldn't just tell me, you know, I'm going to email five people. I'm going to record a podcast episode. This woman has like numbers and goals. Like she is shark tank ready on the daily. And I have always admired that about her. And anytime she could tell me like, Hey, we're five sales down for the day. And this is what we're going to do about it. I get a little jealous because honestly, I feel like I've been shooting in the dark for almost a decade. And so through our conversations, I was really inspired to figure out how do I get to a place where I have that same amount of clarity and measurement is the way that we've done that. So let's dive on in and talk all things data today. And let's get a little nerdy on the Gold Digger podcast. Are you ready? You know what time it is, sweater weather, football season, Q4, it's the home stretch, gold diggers, and it's time to close out another year of growth and prep for the next year of revenue. To bring in more business, this Q4 and beyond, you need sales software that helps you score. And the top tools are all inside the new HubSpot sales hub. With a customizable prospecting workspace, smart deal management suite, and AI-powered apps, you can take total control of your sales operation and manage your people and pipeline with ease. The AI powered chat spot speeds up your day-to-day tasks with simple chat solutions while AI assistant cranks out copy outlines and out of the box ideas. They're cleverly designed to accelerate your workflow and baked right inside of your CRM. When you pair sales hub with other hubs and HubSpot smart CRM, your team will be on the same page across the entire customer journey. Leads won't slip through the cracks and data is connected across marketing, sales, and operations so you can better measure your impact on the bottom line. Stop sticking to the same old strategies and start closing more deals because the best time to score is Q4. Make the switch to HubSpot Sales Hub at hubspot.com sales. So as we dive into today's topic and get really nerdy, I have to first give a little embarrassing confession. I was a mathlete. I love numbers. Math team was my jam in high school. And as an entrepreneur, I've always loved numbers. For me, entrepreneurship is so emotional. Like I love my business. I love what I do. I'm passionate about who I serve. And so there's a lot of emotion tied into entrepreneurship and numbers for me, give me that clarity, confidence, and certainty that I often crave. Like I can always tell when I'm getting stressed out or overwhelmed. That is when I'm looking at numbers. The numbers don't lie. They speak to me. They indicate which direction we're headed. And so I've always loved numbers. But I've never taken numbers to a new level, a level that I think is required at this stage of business, but also a level that I wish I would have hit much sooner. So if you've been listening to the podcast for years, you might recall this episode years and years and years ago with one of my peers and mentors, Dean Graziosi. Dean did a coaching call with me on the podcast, and I will never forget one of the things he was talking about were KPIs. Now, at the time I literally was Googling, what is a KPI? As he was saying that, but a KPI is a key performance indicator. It's basically a way to measure what's working, what's going on, what are you actually looking at and working towards Towards in your business. Now, on that episode, he was encouraging me to set up something called a scorecard, having some sort of way that we were measuring what is going on in the business? How are we doing? Are we in the red? Are we in the green? What's working? What's not working? And like any good mentee, after that coaching call, I did just that. We created a scorecard and we've been using it for the last few years. Now, the scorecard has been good, but like, I'll be honest, as the CEO, I haven't really done a great job at how we are using the scorecard and what that responsibility looks like for each team member in regards to their metrics and how we are influencing the metrics based on what data we're getting. So the scorecard has existed. It just really hasn't been fully executed. And that's totally on me. So earlier this year, when we were looking at some of the goals that we had within the business, I wanted to gain a lot of clarity. I had a lot of questions around my business. What was actually moving the needle? What efforts were worth it? What things could we maybe let go of? Where should we focus our time, energy, money? And a lot of those questions couldn't just be answered utilizing our scorecard. Our scorecard was great, but it wasn't really informing future decisions. Now, why is data important and why is it the topic of today's conversation? The truth is, is that we as entrepreneurs need to know what is working for us, for our business, for our audience. If we don't know with certainty and clarity, we are likely wasting our time, our money, and our energy. Like there is so much nuance out there right now, especially with the economy and in this business world, that if you're someone who is not totally sure how you can tie your efforts to real results, or you're tired of questioning, am I paying people to do things that aren't actually moving the needle? Then this is for you. Like, think about it. If you've already got some semblance of success in your life or in your business right now without tracking numbers, without having this data, imagine what could be possible when you start paying attention and start knowing these numbers. Like imagine with me what it would feel like if you and I both were on the stage at Shark Tank and Mark Cuban asked us these questions about what is our average cost per lead and what is the lifetime value of a customer and where's your traffic coming from and what percentage of your traffic is driven by these efforts and we could just confidently bat answers off it would totally change your demeanor as a CEO, but it would also likely change the way that you are leading your team or running your business. So one thing that was amazing is I am a part of a mastermind this year. And one of the trainings that we did was with the amazing women who founded a company called Datable. And it was so cool because it's not the company that I have hired and worked with, but I loved how this conversation of data was really prominent, especially among CEOs and moms. And one of the things that they were talking about in The Power of Data is data helps you understand what you need to do more of, what you need to dial in, and what you can ditch. And the thing that I loved about this is that they're talking to these high-performing CEOs and moms. And most of us just want to simplify, right? We want to make sure that if we're taking time away from our children, that time is tied to real results. And so I love that data will help you know what to do more of what you need to dial in and what you can ditch. And I think we can get behind all of that. This is so important. So here's exactly what we're doing. So this year, when I started to get serious about measurement and started to really understand, like, I have questions and I need answers, but I want to have clarity around those answers. We ended up hiring a team that is helping us get all of our data systems in place and allowing us to track basically everything. I'm talking sales, conversions, leads, traffics. I wanted a full-blown dashboard that looked pretty where I could find every single number that I needed for my business. So, we hired this company. We've been working with them for almost a year. If you want more information on this topic, slide into my DMs and let me know. And maybe I can have the founder come on and we can talk more about this. But we've been working with them for a year and we've been setting up different dashboards so that we can track things from live launches to our evergreen content, to email subscribers, to the success of our emails and just looking at everything. And I really wanted to outsource this and I'll walk through different options that you can have if this is something you want to dive into. But I really wanted to outsource this because I wanted to have somebody who is like obsessed with data and who understands how to read it and interpret it. Because I feared that I was going to look at a spreadsheet with a ton of numbers and have no idea what they meant or what I should do about them. So we have always been tracking things in my company. You know, we have QuickBooks and we use Google Analytics and I'm always looking at our numbers. But basically I was having to log into every single separate software, look at the numbers, try to remember, okay, is this trending right? Is this growth? Is this hitting the goals? And never really having like one central space where I could see very quickly with like 10 seconds of a visual to understand like, here's where we're at today. And so while we've been loosely doing the tracking and we've had and utilized Google analytics, we never really got into the nitty gritty, right? We were just kind of looking at the baseline numbers. And honestly, I think that's what most entrepreneurs are doing. And if that's you, first, I just want to commend you because diving into numbers can sometimes be intimidating, but it's a great place to start. Like I want for you to know your numbers, but I also want to like simplify the process around it, which is exactly why we started hiring a company to do this. So they started creating all different reports for me. And I loved it because not only were they really visual, but they were like beautiful, like color coded reports that like I could very quickly log in. And my goal here is, is to like, always have a tab open with our reports where I can refresh them and get the info and the data and the snapshot that I need to direct my day to understand what's coming up for the week, the month, and like kind of like where we're sitting at as a company for the year. So we started doing a lot of different digging. And one of the things that was really interesting is that we kind of came up with three main things that we wanted to focus on when it came to data. So as we started to dive in, I wanted to be able to answer specific questions. So one of the biggest questions that I had and why the measurement stuff was so exciting to me is that I really wanted to know what is moving the needle. Now we have been a profitable company since day one and things just kind of work, but I have never really been able to pinpoint exactly what works or why. Like I've always just been like, we're really profitable and everything is working, but I don't necessarily know where the majority of things are coming from. And I often reference this on the podcast, but I often think about Pareto's principle where it says that 80% of the results usually come from 20% of the efforts. And I believe this to be true. I've seen this to be true in so many realms of my life. And so as a business owner, I wanted to start digging in like what was the 20% of the efforts that was likely yielding the 80% of the results. And I wanted to get clarity on that you know, when I think about how my business has been run, you know, I've studied so many different entrepreneurs. I've taken so many online courses. I've joined different masterminds. And my business today is like a compilation of all the parts that resonate with me that have resulted in amazing, amazing revenue. But I have never really gotten crystal clear on like, what is exactly worth it for me? And so I wanted to not just have these blanket systems and processes, I wanted to be really clear on what was working and what we could maybe let go of. Because nothing is broken, but I just wanna make it better and I also wanna make it simpler. So I had all of these different questions like are blog posts actually converting into email subscribers. Do dynamic podcast ads move the needle? Is going on to other people's podcasts a good way to promote a launch? Without data, it's really hard to get answers to those questions, right? We can just kind of see like the blanket numbers, but we weren't really sure. So one of the things that we started doing right away was creating UTMs. It's called the Urchin Tracking Module, which is a really weird term. But basically, a UTM is a little code that goes into a URL that allows you to track the metrics and performance of a single piece of your campaign. So it's basically a unique URL or link that will tie back to the channel that it was shared on. So we can use UTMs in things like our email signatures, our Instagram bios, Facebook posts, Instagram posts, Instagram stories, podcasts, and it allows us to actually see which channels are sending people to where we want them to go. And I love this because it gives us that very clear insight. Like recently I did a launch and I went on to three other people's podcasts and I wanted to track, is this actually going to move the needle for me? Like, is this the best use of three hours of my time? Or would my time be better spent creating content or doing an Instagram live? So we were able to see exactly how much each podcast sent to my launch and how many of those people actually converted into customers. So it was like so cool to dial down and be like, oh, this is a really good use of my time or, oh, I should probably take this time and put it somewhere else. So one of the things that was interesting about UTMs is that we as a team had to buy into it because we're using links all over the place on all the platforms. And so I really had to explain the importance to my team and say, we need to make sure that we dial this in so that anytime we're sharing a link, it is linked to the specific post or campaign or platform that we're using so that at the end of the day, we have that clarity of of like, okay, this is what moved the needle. And I kind of wanted to make it like a contest of like, you want to track your results for your area so that at the end of this launch, you can say my area did this much in sales or results or leads or subscribers or whatever that was. So we kind of gamified it a little bit of like, you want to make sure you're getting credit for the work you're doing. And we had to create a system so that we knew how to create and get the right UTM links. But this is something that you can easily be doing. And it's something that I would highly recommend if you're someone who's wondering like what channel is actually moving the needle and how do I get clarity around that? If you love the gold digger podcast, you've probably heard me talk about my best friend, Amy Porterfield did you know that she has her own marketing podcast too? It's actually the first podcast I ever listened to. Online Marketing Made Easy is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Every episode focuses on giving you the best strategies for online business owners, including starting a digital course, growing your email list, social media content creation, and hosting webinars. Amy is the best at breaking down big ideas and strategies into actionable step-by-step processes. And her show is designed to get you more results with a whole lot less stress. Tune in to Online Marketing Made Easy wherever you get your podcasts. The next thing that I really wanted to understand with measurement was how are our pages converting? So when someone lands on one of our web pages, what percent of that traffic is going to take the next step, whether it's to buy a product or sign up for the email list or click to the next post. Conversion is basically just a measure of what percentage of the total visitors take the next intended action. And so I wanted to understand what is our conversion looking like? And one thing that's interesting about us is that there are different platforms that you can use that will give you a lot of that data and insight. But we go custom on everything, which is both a benefit and a problem. And so we have never really had a ton of insight into how are our landing pages converting? How are our sales pages converting? And so I really wanted to start to get that clarity around, are our designs beautiful or are they optimized? Can they be both? That would be my dream world. And so... One thing that I've loved about getting this data, and here's a good story, is we were in a launch and we had two different freebies running. They were different freebies. But what was so interesting is they were getting around the same amount of traffic, but one was converting five times better than the other one. Seeing this side by side in a chart allowed me to say, wait a minute, why is this one doing so good? And why is this one not doing great? And it allowed me to very quickly go in and tweak the page design to match the other one. Like They had totally different page designs. I'm like, I think it's the design of this page. I think we can just match it and change it. So we were able to look at things like, Maybe we need a clear headline. Maybe we need to make sure that the ad graphics are leading to like the right copy when they land on the page so that they know they're in the right place. Maybe we need to move the button up above the fold. Maybe we need to change the colors. And so even just seeing the side-by-side comparison of like, wow, this one's really working and this isn't working, it gave us data points and ideas of what we could try to tweak in order to optimize it. And just that day, I was able to make that move, change that design and impact the results. So it was like, real time results changing, which was amazing. I've never been able to do that. And I've never had the insight to do that before. Now, what I love about this is that when you set up measurement and tracking systems, you can get early insights and then you are able to be very agile during things like a launch where you can pivot and tweak things. You can notice things like trends and dips. You can split test and adjust things while you go. And while measurement and the impact that it makes in terms of your actions might be a little bit tedious, if you think about it, if you can even increase the conversion rate of one of your pages by 1%, that could have a massive impact on your bottom line and your goals. So yes, it is nerdy, but it is totally worth it. Like it is the type of work that no one's going to see, no one's going to clap for, but your bank account is going to experience. And that to me is like the worthiest of work that we could be spending our time on. The third thing that I really wanted to understand and be able to do is to have projections and understand the trends of my businesses and my launches. So just like my friend Amy could tell me like we're five sales down and here's what we're going to do about it. I wanted to have more clarity around that. I'll be honest for most of my business life, I have just kind of set goals in this like, wow, wouldn't it be crazy if we could hit this number sort of way? I've never been super scientific. I've never been super calculated. It was really just me taking a shot in the dark often. And a lot of times we would set good, better and best goals. So like if we land here, this is really good. If we land here, this is great. And if we land here, like I'm going to run around my house naked with excitement. And I've got to be honest, I'm really good at projecting different goals. Like when I set these goals, We usually hit them and get really close to that number. But I wanted to have more science behind them. Like, I wanted to have more clarity around these numbers instead of me just being like, hey, I think this sounds good. And for so many years, like, my team would ask me, like, what's a goal for this launch? Or what's a goal for webinar registrants? Or what's a goal for email growth? And I'd just be like, ah, I think this would be cool. And so now it's like, Oh no, now we get to like really look at the projections and the trends and understand like, Hey, this month is usually a little bit slower. So we don't need to panic. Or this month we really want to go big because this is a really big month for us. And we have that energy for it. And so now that we've had the measurement team for nearly a year and they've been with us for each of our quarterly launches, we're actually able to like extrapolate that data and the trends and then use all of the information to set projections and pacing for our launches. So in our recent launch, we literally had a day-by-day chart of where we should be at in terms of webinar registrants. And it was so incredibly helpful to see this laid out, to understand like, okay, there's going to be a huge peak at the end. So we don't need to panic in the middle. It gave us like the clarity and the ease in it, but it also gave us goals to hit every day. So like every day we were pacing one day ahead and it was so exciting. And so having that was really peace giving. Like it, like it brought in a new level of ease, but it also brought in a new level of ambition because we could kind of see here's where we're at. Here's where we should be at. Here's where we want to go. So here's what measurement can give you. So measurement gives you information and insights. It's not just interesting. We're talking about useful. This has been one of the biggest takeaways for me this year. So the head of the measurement team told me this at the very beginning, I'll never forget it. He said, if you are going to ask us for a number or a measurement, be prepared to tell us exactly what you plan to do to impact that metric. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? And he's like, I don't want you to just ask for a number. If you don't know what you're actually going to do based on that result. I want you to ask for things that are truly useful. You don't need extraneous information. You don't want interesting information. You want information that is useful, that will guide your decisions and your path forward. And it totally changed it. In fact, when we were on a mastermind call, one of the girls was asking a question to the whole group and was asking something about like, you know, what across the board are your conversion rates on your landing pages? And I was like, okay, when we give you this information, what are you going to do about it? how is this number, knowing this number going to actually tweak any part of your strategy? If you can't answer that, then it's not a good question. Think of a better question. And I just think that has changed how I've really been thinking about like, what questions am I asking? But also What actions am I going to take based on those numbers? A lot of times people look for information, they think it's interesting, but they don't actually know what to do with it. And so you want to make sure that as you're looking at these data points, or as you're setting up your reports, or as you're creating your own scorecard and KPIs, you want to look at numbers that you have confidence in that you can adjust and tweak through your own strategies. The second thing that I love about measurement is, again, it provides us clarity. What I mean by that is that it tells us what channels are actually moving the needle, what efforts are worth it for us, what we can possibly let go of in order to streamline our systems. Having that clarity helps us tie every single effort, every investment, every team member to an ROI and understand the importance that each piece of the puzzle is playing in terms of driving results. So as we started to dig into the data, one thing that we were realizing to answer one of the questions that I had is blog posts were amazing for our long-term evergreen goals. We were able to get a ton of traffic. We were able to drive results, but blog posts weren't really moving the needle when we were dropping them during time-sensitive launches. So we used to drop a couple different blog posts during our launches that were aligned with the launch topic, promoting things like the webinar or the sales page, and they weren't as effective. So, when we recognize that, we dropped that part of the strategy, focused more on long term evergreen content and the strategy around that. And then we took that time that we were spending and used it to refine copy that was moving the needle, like ad copy or sales page copy or email copy. So, it gave us a clarity of like, okay, this is a strategy that can work, but not in the way that we're doing it. So, maybe we can let this piece go when we launch and put our efforts and time into another place. Now, the third thing I love about measurement is it can give you almost real time data. So most of the measurement systems are on a 24-hour delay. That is like Google Analytics GA4 right now. But some are getting quicker. Like we're actually getting them um, within a couple hours, which is great. But this almost real-time data during big launches allows us to see if we need to tweak things, change our strategy, implement new ideas during the launch. So instead of just like creating everything and then letting it run and like saying a prayer that it's gonna work, we're able to look look day by day by day of like, what efforts are working? Where do we want to put more energy? How do we want to refocus this? In one of our launches, we realized that like one sort of button in an email converted like three times better than a different sort of button. Like these are the things and the intel that you can get from data that might sound really dumb, but can impact your results so dramatically, like so dramatically. So now we only do a certain type of button because we now know, oh my gosh, this actually makes a huge difference. It allows you to really see what is happening at each phase of a launch. And the more that you do it, the more that you're again getting these trends so that you can understand, you know, the wave and the curve of launching. So each day during the launch, the measurement team would send me a short little video is usually two to five minutes long. And they would share, okay, here's what's working right now. Here's what we've got our eyes on. Here's what you might want to try. And here's one optimization that you can make today. And having that real time data to actually feel like you can make efforts during the launch that can tweak the end result is so empowering. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. Number four, it allows you to do work that matters. Because of the real-time data, you can pivot your time and energy to what's yielding the best results. You don't have to wait until your next launch to get results or numbers that can help align your strategy. So again, you can see like, oh, wow, You know, Instagram posts are really popping off. They're driving a ton of our results. Maybe we need to spend our time creating a few extra Instagram posts. Maybe we can drop the Instagram live that we had planned and pivot that time into this space. So again, you're able to pivot more quickly and know which direction to go based on the data. And then lastly, again, it allows you to create projections. So now that we've been measuring everything for a whole year, we're at this place where we can more confidently project results. This is so exciting because if you remember at the top of this episode, when I was telling you, Amy was able to do that. I am hoping that in this next year, we're going to be able to do that where you could ask any team member based on what their KPIs, their key performance indicators that they're tracking in their area. Where are you at? What are you doing to change that result or to maintain that success? And what is that going to look like? And so I'm envisioning that now that we have all this data and insight, that next year when we do our team calls, each team member is going to be reporting on their area, their KPIs. And if they're in the green, we're going to celebrate the success. And if they're in the red, we're going to talk about the strategies and the team power that we need to put in, in order to get it back up to green. So I love that. So how do you get started? All of this is amazing, but maybe you're wondering, okay, well, what do I actually do with this? So first you want to establish, is this something that you want to do on your own? Or is it something that you want to hire out? So you can either DIY it or train someone on your team. If you have a team member, or you can hire it out like we did. Now there are pros and cons to both. One thing that's been really helpful for me is in legitimizing the expense of hiring a measurement team is really understanding that like if we can use this data and increase a conversion rate by 1%, it is easily going to pay for the expense of having this team manage our data. And so when you hire it out, you don't have to expand what you need from your team. You can work with an expert who is passionate about data and who understands these systems. And you can probably get things set up way more quickly and more customized to what you want. If you DIY it or have someone on your team do it, you're going to have this in-house expert who's in the loop on all of your numbers. It can allow your team to buy in more because they're being led by one of their peers. And obviously it's less expensive. So Whatever you choose, I want for you to do one thing today. Even if this isn't super exciting to you, even if this isn't something you want to implement in the next month, quarter, or even year, do one thing for me after this episode. Set up your Google Analytics. Something interesting that you need to know is that if you set it up today and you don't even open it again for a year, you're going to have all of the data and insights over the last year. If you wait tell a year from now to get serious about measurement, you are not going to have any of this historical data. So if you do anything today, spend 10 minutes setting up Google Analytics for your site so that it can start gathering that data so that when you are ready to dive in, It is waiting for you and it will inform you. So Google Analytics is a web analytics service that provides statistics and basic analytical tools for search engine optimization and for marketing purposes. This is a service that is part of the Google marketing platform. It's available for free for anyone that has a Google account. According to Statista, currently more than half of the websites on the internet 55% use Google Analytics. So, if you are in the 50% or the 45% that are not using Google Analytics, please get on it. You're going to thank me now. Google Analytics will help you as a website owner or an app owner track your goals and conversions to understand, again, what's working and what isn't. So, there are so many ways that you can literally Google how to set up Google Analytics. I'm not going to review them on the show in case they change spend 10 minutes of your day setting it up. It's not that hard. It's not that confusing. There are so many videos that will walk you through how to do it. You are going to thank me later. Now, next, if you want to understand what efforts are actually driving results, you might want to consider creating UTMs. Those are those links that will help you connect your results to each effort. Now, you can do this within Google Analytics. There's a free page called Campaign URL Builder. This is where you're going to insert in the website URL that you want to track visits to, such as a landing page or a webinar or your course or your sales page. And then you can create different links for each promotional platform. So any platforms that you're going to be sharing that page on, such as Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, paid ads, Then when you share a web page on these different platforms, you'll be able to track how many visits came from each of those efforts. And later you can use that data to really see what's working. Again, it takes a little bit of time to set up, but that 10 minutes of time is probably going to save you hours in the long run when you start to understand what is actually working. Okay. So now you're on the path to knowing what's working because you've got your Google analytics and you're starting to understand UTMs. Now we want to think about how are we going to organize and track it? So our team tracks all of our data in a thing called Looker Studio. It was formerly known as Google Data Studio. And that's where we can see all these charts and things laid out in the most useful way for us. So basically once you have your Google Analytics set up, you can start pulling in all the reporting into different places. Again, we use Looker Studio. The easiest place to start is just start looking at where your traffic is coming from. Where are the leads coming from? How is that actually converting into sales? Was there a spike in traffic on a certain day? Where did that come from? How do you do more of that? The best thing is, is that when you have this data, you can start to ask questions like this and then start to see the answers much more clearly. And then lastly, you're going to want to start to set goals and KPIs. So don't be like me and shoot in the dark every single time a launch comes around, you want to start to have some real projections, which is what I'm very excited about. A study by Dominican University found that people who set goals are 50% more likely to achieve them, but not just setting goals, writing them down, and then tracking them. So you want to take the SMART method, the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound goal method, and use it in your business. As you gain insight into your numbers, you're going to start to notice trends and things, and you're going to be able to reverse engineer the results that you want to get. So instead of just focusing on maybe like the revenue goal you want to hit, you're going to understand how much traffic is it going to take to hit that revenue goal? And where is that traffic going to come from? And what traffic sources move the needle the most? And then how do we generate the marketing to get that traffic, right? You can kind of see how you get the big picture and then you can keep dialing it down. Once you've set your goals, You want to have a place where you are tracking them. These KPIs, these are the most critical metrics for your business, such as revenue, profit margin, customer acquisition costs, cost per lead, all of those different things. Create a spreadsheet or a scorecard, and start tracking these numbers. Even you just getting into the reports more and looking at these numbers week by week by week is going to significantly change how you are moving in the direction that you want your business to go. Having that awareness is just going to expand what's possible for you, but it's also going to expand your confidence as a CEO. I once heard this quote, if you don't track it, you can't change it. And that really is the moral of this episode. I mean, if you are actually aiming for a goal, you're only going to hit it if you have an informed plan. Goals are awesome. This is called the Goal Digger Podcast, but we want to back our goals up with actual plans. And you can get that from consistently looking at and understanding what is and what isn't working and using it to make educated decisions moving forward. I am so excited to share more about this. If this is a topic you want to go deeper on, let me know. Again, we are still in the implementation phase, but I am just learning about the power of data and measurement, and I'm loving it. And I want to spread it to you so that as we enter into the new year, you have the systems in place that allow you to have that confidence in the decisions that you're making and the moves that you are doing in your business. It's super powerful, and it's honestly something I wish I would have done earlier in my entrepreneurial journey. So please, learn from my mistake. I feel like this is the year of optimization. And I hope that you are feeling that same energy around it. It's not about doing more. It's about doing less with more intent. Measurement has been a great tool for us. And I hope that today's episode inspired you to dig into the data a little bit deeper. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals.